Carly Walton, and this is the Teach Music Online Podcast, your number one resource for innovative online music teaching. Happy Monday! I hope that you have an exciting week planned as you get back into your full load of students, most likely as everyone is back, coming back to school this week or next week. Today's episode is all about YouTube, how to teach music on YouTube specifically. And Lauren Bateman is our guest. She's actually in the Teach Music Online Facebook group, and she's been sharing some really fantastic resources with our teachers all about how to teach music on YouTube and how to grow grow a following. I knew I had to get her on the podcast because she is so energetic, she's so talented, and she is a whiz with creating YouTube videos for guitar students specifically. You can also look forward to hearing about how Lauren transitioned from being a scientist to becoming a YouTuber. Our review this week comes from iTunes, which by the way, thank you to those of you who have left a review for the podcast. It is always so fun to hear how the podcast is helping you with your business. This review comes from Vicky, and she said, I am so honored to have been blessed with Carly and the work she has done, not only with her podcast, but her TMO course that she has created. I came into the pandemic with zero knowledge of how to teach piano online, and Carly led me entirely all the way through many months, and still I continue of online teaching. I have taught piano for 32 years, and never once had I done an online lesson. I highly recommend her as she is easy to listen to, as well as her course is delivered in in such an enjoyable way to learn anything you would need to know about how to teach music online. Thank you so much for your review, Vicki. I appreciate it so, so much. And please, those of you listening right now, head over to iTunes, leave me a review so that more teachers can find this podcast and can help their business as well. Let's dive right in to my interview with Lauren Bateman. Welcome, Lauren, to the podcast today. So happy to have you here. You are our first YouTuber on the show. <laughs> Woohoo! See, first time for everything. <laughs> yes. So let's start with hearing a little bit about your background, specifically what you were doing before you became a full-time YouTuber, and tell us what you do on YouTube. Yeah. So, um, so my background's a little bit different than, than, than some people, but I, I teach guitar lessons on YouTube. Um, I'm a, I'm a guitar teacher. I also used to teach voice lessons in person. Um, but I started off, I was a scientist and I was just really, really passionate about music. So I quit my job working for the pharmaceutical company to go and and do music full time. And of course, you know, when you're doing original music, playing in bars and stuff, you don't make a lot of money up front. So I took up teaching to, you know, supplement my income. And um, I guess it turns out I was really good at it. And I, I did guitar and voice for many years. Um, I started solo out of my home and then, you know, I opened up a music school. So I have a, a few brick and mortar locations in the Boston area. Um, doing music lessons. So I got out of the teaching uh, because I was more on the management side of things, but I really missed that teaching aspect, but didn't really have the time to do the one-on-one -on -one thing anymore. So uh, I was like, how can I teach and, and, and do what I love to do, which is, is music, but not have it like that I needed to be in a specific time and place the same day, same time every week. So I decided that I was going to start doing uh, some YouTube lessons online and I started uploading videos there and, and became pretty successful at, at doing it. I just broke 100,000 subscribers earlier uh, in the week. And uh, yeah, so I'm having Congrats. a blast over that's there. Huge. Thank you. It, it's pretty big. Yeah, I mean, that's like the first big milestone to hit 
on on YouTube and you know I have courses and stuff that that I sell online so that's really how I make my money on YouTube is through different online guitar course instructions so that's kind of I guess the tying in of the of the teaching online you have such a story so you you are a scientist that was your profession you loved music and then kind of shifted into teaching running studios and now completely online with your YouTube channel and that kind of funnels people into your guitar course. So I know that teachers listening, their wheels are spinning because a lot of teachers love, just like you love that teaching and they love the one-on-one, -on -one, but they want maybe a little bit more flexibility. Maybe they have one course that they could sell. Tell us a little bit about how you promote your course. I saw that you have a guitar course that you offer on your website. How do you promote that through your YouTube channel and, and how is it working for you? Is it successful? Yeah. So, you know, I have, I have a website too, uh, that, you know, I promote all my guitar stuff on. I think everyone should have a website if they're, if they're in business, we are, you know, it's 2021, but I use YouTube mainly to, to get attention. So people, you know, are on YouTube. YouTube is a search engine. So it's a platform where people are asking questions. How do I do this? How do I do that? you know, for guitar, like how do I restring my guitar? How do I play a C chord? So there's people who are actively on YouTube, basically typing questions into a search engine. And, and I'm hoping to be the answer to that question that they have. And if I provide an answer to their question and I make an impression, uh, sometimes they're curious enough to go over to my website, but I do have certain videos where I do promote something. So say for example, I'm doing a lesson on strumming and rhythm. I usually put like little mini infomercials in the middle of those videos saying, hey guys, you know, if you like what I'm doing in this video, go over to my website. I have an entire course on strumming. I'll put a link in the description below. You guys can go and check that out if you want more information. And so a lot of times, you know, I'll get email from people saying, you know, I've watched five or six of your videos on YouTube and I really like the way you teach. So I decided to buy your course uh, and I get emails like that all the time. And even for people who have, you know, private studios, I get a lot of people who email me and just ask, do you still teach privately? Can I take private lessons with you? So even if you're someone, you know, if you're not like me with the music school, I usually just refer them over to my music school. But if you're someone who's teaching privately still and you have a YouTube channel, people are going to reach out to you and say, hey, can you teach me? Because they you're yeah. you're showing them what you do through a video format and they like it so they want more it youtube's amazing there it's such a great way to connect with people in such a real way where you are just in front of the camera being yourself there's no hiding anything and it's a great way to really show off your skills what would you say to teachers who are maybe hesitant to put themselves on camera in the beginning. I'm sure for you, it wasn't like the first video you made, you were like the star. <laughs> Same thing for me, yeah. like it doesn't just happen. It takes a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, no, the first few videos I did were horrible. And you know, it's funny because you think being a performer, because you know, I performed on stage in front of people. So like stage fright isn't isn't an issue, but when you're like staring down a camera, it's it's a very different very different feeling. And when you first start doing YouTube, the tendency is like to ramble on. If you watch some of my first videos, I mean, they were horrible. And even even the filming was horrible. I didn't have lighting. I was just using my phone, and it was kind of dark and grainy. I was just doing it in one of my music studios at the school. And it's interesting because one of those first videos, and it just goes to show you. It, you don't need 
a fancy camera to get started. I just started with my phone and one of those videos actually took off and has over like I probably like 1.6 million views at this point, um, but it didn't take off right away. It actually took off a year and a half after I recorded the video. And it's like, I'm embarrassed because it's like this hard, the content's great, but the video quality is is, is <laughs> very, very bad. It's dark, it's grainy, but but people really like the content. So I think it just goes to show you, you know, that we can never wait for like the perfect moment to, to do anything in life. And I think, you know, if you have a phone, just just hit record, get a tripod, hit record, do the best you can with what you have. I didn't really upgrade my equipment. Like right now I have this really nice Canon TI7 camera, you know, with this microphone and the lighting. And I didn't have any of that in the beginning. I probably didn't upgrade my equipment until I started making money on YouTube to, to pay for the equipment. Because I mean, the camera I have is like, you know, it's like $700 with the lens, um, you know, and it, so it, it's not cheap to buy one of those fancy cameras, but you don't need a fancy camera. A lot of the cameras today, if you have an iPhone or whatever you have, those cameras shoot in HD now. You might not be able to do like a ton of videos right. in a row, but you can do a video that's good quality and put it up on YouTube and and people will like it. You know, if, if, if you're providing good content, that's really the bottom line with content on YouTube. Okay, two thoughts that come to mind. The first one is there are a lot of guitar teachers on YouTube. So how do you set yourself apart? Because there could be piano teachers watching or voice teachers going, well, it's a saturated market. I don't know that anyone's going to watch my videos. So how do you, what is your branding that kind of is something that draws people into your channel and your site? Yeah, I mean, that was something I thought about early on, fortunately, because of my experience in business um, and, and just doing music lessons before. I knew the students that I like to teach. I'm, I'm not someone who likes to teach kids. I don't have a method for kids, um, but I really did love teaching adults. And particularly, all of my favorite students were students that were in their 50s and 60s. I really liked helping that older generation, one, because I think we liked a lot of the same music. Uh, there's a lot more guitar in, in you know that musical genre of classic rock. And so I knew going into YouTube, I said, I'm gonna cater my content to an older learner because you know any type of lesson, I mean, everyone asks anything on YouTube, like, is it too saturated? And the thing is, there's billions of users on YouTube today, billions. And, you know, there are other guitar teachers, but we all teach in a very different and unique way. And just because, you know, someone like Justin Guitar, who's one of the big guitar people on YouTube, has millions of follower followers, not everyone's going to like his vibe or the way he teaches. Yeah. And I think the big thing is to find out what specifically you want to teach. I was actually just coaching another um, guitar teacher on his YouTube channel, and he's got a smaller channel. But he did a video, I think it was, I forget the name of the band that he did, but it, whatever this band was that he did this tutorial lesson on, he got more views on it. And I said, well, what you need to do is you need to do more of that. Your audience is telling you that they like that band. So do more of that instead <laughs> of doing this. So find out, you know, especially if you're teaching music, 
what are the bands what's the music people want to listen to so if you're trying to cater to a younger crowd you know you're going to be doing the ariana grande stuff you're going to be doing you know the things that are coming out right now if you have an older crowd like me you know i'm doing the beatles i'm doing ccr eric clapton a lot of like classic rock stuff because that's what my people want i'm doing elvis and every once in a while i'll throw in something that's newer to try to go a little bit broader with my audience but my newer stuff never does as good as as the older stuff because I've really dialed in my channel for an older audience. And I think that's the big thing with starting anything new is you have to go narrow first, like really get specific on who your audience is. My audience is a male retired person and, you know, they're into classic rock. They drive like, you know, they, they might be a veteran. So I have a very specific person. I get women. I have lots of women who take my course but I'm going after a male oriented audience and I'm going very specific as my channel grows. Can I get wider? Can I get bigger? Yes. But I would really focus in on what your audience wants to learn. Such a great answer. And I'm, as you're talking, I'm thinking about, you know, from a business perspective, it is so important to niche down or to niche down into what, not only what you want to teach, but who you want to teach. And some teachers see that as such a negative thing because they love teaching ages three to 90. And you go, well, you can still teach ages three to 90, but you promote yourself as this, this type of teacher, because then you get fans. (laughs) Then you get people who go, she is a teacher for me because I am 14 and I love pop music. And, and that's that person really, I really, she resonates with me, you know, and it's the same with a YouTube channel focus on what you're really good at and you'll still attract, you know, the outer ring of people that may fall outside of that. Like you definitely have women students and probably some younger students as well, because they just really like you, but you've focused in on that audience first. Right. Exactly. Tell us about your course. I know you have a course for helping people kind of create YouTube channels. Is that, is it pretty new? It's a new course you've launched. Yeah, it's a newer course that I launched. It's actually, uh, it's in pre-sale right now. It's uh, leveluponyoutube.com. And I had a lot of people, you know, because I was very active over COVID on on YouTube and, and promoting what I was doing and started having a lot of success and was, was selling all these courses. And people see like all my students like tagging me in photos. And they're like, you know, I had a lot of teachers reach out. What are you doing? Like, how did you do it? Yeah. And you know, so I put together a course of some of the things that that I've learned over the years, either either just doing my own research or taking other courses or working with coaches yeah. myself and even things that that I just figured out on my own being like, hey, this this works you know, versus this doesn't. So it's kind of a little bit of, of the strategy that I use to to grow my channel, because the first two years, maybe even more like the first three years, I was really just kind of like willy nilly doing YouTube. I throw a video up here, throw a video up there. I knew nothing about like what you're supposed to do <laughs> in a video. I was, like I said, when I did my first videos, I'm like rambling off, going on to all these tangents. And I'm like, this is horrible. So as I got better, I learned, you know, because YouTube is a search engine and it's owned by Google, which is the number one search engine, you know, that you really need to treat it like a search engine and if you're treating it otherwise um, you may get ignored by by the algorithm but i always tell people you know youtube is is a long-term game it's not like a get rich quick thing Mm -hmm. 
Um, but I also want people to know, like, you don't need millions of subscribers to, or even hundreds of thousands of subscribers to make money selling digital courses through, through YouTube. I think I was actually going through the, the data today just to get some more information for people. And I pretty much went, was able to make like a full-time income on YouTube around like 25,000 subscribers, which is not a lot in the grand scheme. And of how much time... How much time did it take you to get there? Like what, what year did you start to get? And then when did you get to 25,000? Yeah, so I, my first video was uploaded April, 2017 and, um, 2000, the end, kind of like the middle of 2019 things started to turn around. So about a year and a half for me to really get things going. And that was me, like, like I said, doing things kind of willy nilly, not knowing what I was doing. So yeah, 2019, well, cause that's when that video took off. I find, I got a video ranked, not realizing that there's ways to do that that's a little bit more strategic and efficient. That, that video that I recorded, I just think people liked it and it was getting a lot of engagement, which is a signaling factor to YouTube. I didn't know that at the time, but I think it was just getting so many <laughs> likes and comments that YouTube was like, we got to show this video out to more people. And that's what happened. A video took off and then that was it. Like my YouTube channel really started going. And, and that's the thing I want to teach people is, you know, not every video is going to take off like that, but you want to treat every video like it will, because you never know. Cause like I said, that video took a year and a half before YouTube even recognized it. Now I get YouTube to recognize some of my videos a little bit faster than, than, than I used to. But once that happened, I was like, okay, there is like a method to the madness here. And I'm, because I'm a scientist in a scientific background, uh, I'm very big on figuring out what is the method to the madness. So that's when I went in, did my research and I'm like, okay, these are the things that YouTube likes. These are the things that YouTube doesn't like. I'm going to do more of this and less of that. And, and since then my channel has taken off, I think since this year alone for 2021, I think half of my subscribers have come from this year alone. That knowledge is so valuable. You know, I'm thinking about when I started teaching online, I was traveling the world while teaching online and figuring it all out. And it took like seven years to figure it all out yeah. with the business and the automation and building a website and the right apps and the right setup. And yes. that knowledge, when you're saving people years of work and study, that is, that's huge. And it sounds like that's what you're providing in your course is really helping people fast track that YouTube growth. So they don't have to just sit and figure it out. Yeah. And you know, another thing that, you know, that I like about YouTube versus other platforms is YouTube is something where you can take some time off if you want to. I mean, the, the minimum for YouTube is at least releasing a video once a week, which isn't a mm -hmm. lot for content. I mean, you, you think of like Facebook and Instagram, those algorithms will start ignoring you if you miss posting for one day. So it's like with Facebook, you know, you make a post and it might stick around for a few hours, but then it goes away and like no one ever sees it again, usually. Whereas YouTube is, is evergreen. If you get a video, if you get a piece of content that's really good, and YouTube starts promoting that video, it will keep promoting that video. That video could be getting you views five, six, seven, eight years down the road. Um, so that's the great thing about YouTube. You can do something once and make it work for you for a long time, which is like how I've built my entire life. <laughs> Put the time in that's once amazing. and get paid for it multiple times. I actually have a channel and I have more than 800 instructional videos on my channel and I haven't okay. added to it in a few years. <laughs> 
I mean, I used it, I used it for my, I used it for when I was traveling so that I could yep. teach remotely. And I, I have revenue from that channel because it's just become a go-to for people looking for how right. to play a song. Yep. And it's just sitting there. It's really remarkable. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I mean, look at you haven't done much to it and it still makes you money no. even though you're not really doing anything. So I wanted to ask something about when you're creating a video, do you have a couple of tips, starter tips for a teacher who just doesn't know, they might not know what to say at all, like how to maybe how to start a video and then how to yeah. have a good camera presence? Yeah. So camera presence is something you develop over time. I mean, you can see here, even in this interview, I'm pretty comfortable with being on camera because I've been doing it for years now. I've been doing YouTube about four years now. So I'm really comfortable talking to a camera and being expressive. So that's gonna take time to develop, but the more you do it, the faster it comes. In terms of scripting a video, ideally what you wanna do, like I said, YouTube is a search engine. So when you start your, the intro of your video, get right to the point about what you're going to teach someone. So say for example, I was gonna teach someone how to hold a guitar. I would say, you know, whatever your intro wants to be. I say guitar enthusiasts. That's what I call my people, guitar enthusiasts. And I'll just say, hey, guitar enthusiasts, in this video, we're gonna talk about how to hold a guitar. Let's get into the lesson. So it's like, you're just telling them right away, this is what the video is gonna be on. And you can see, I mean, I'm Italian. I use my hands a lot anyway, but I'm. you wanna be very expressive uh, on YouTube almost if you have too much energy it's enough energy because if, if you're watching your video on silent and you're bored by the action your your <laughs> watchers go because that's part of youtube youtube is is how long can you keep someone watching a piece of content if someone watches your video and you have a 10 minute long video and they only watch 30 seconds youtube's going to be like well this video must not be that good because people are only watching it for 30 seconds so when you're doing videos, try as best as possible to, you know, script an intro. I usually just do bullet points. Like this is what section one is going to be, section two, section three. So if I'm teaching a song lesson, hey guys, we're going to do this song. I'll, I have a little intro reel. It's just my animated logo that goes by. And then I just tell them, hey guys, these are the this is the song we're going to be doing. First, I'm going to tell you what chords we're going to use for this song. I'm going to give you a strumming pattern for this song. We'll go over the verse and the chorus. And at the end, I'll just do a little playthrough for you. And then I go into each section in detail, but I've kind of given them a little outline of what to expect. And then just go through it piece by piece and People always ask me, how long should I make my videos? As long as it needs to be to answer the question. No more, no less. If you're trying to like, if your video ends up being five minutes, don't talk for another five minutes to make it 10 minutes. Like if it ends up being 10 minutes, perfect. Then that's what you, what you needed to get the answer to that particular lesson out. So that's my advice on recording, recording lessons. But the biggest thing is just to get started. Oh, that's so good. Getting started and then recognizing that it's going to take some time to get to the point where you feel comfortable on screen. And I will tell you teachers that the first few videos you do when you watch yourself, you will feel really awkward watching yourself and listening to yourself. I rarely listen to my own podcasts. I just, I don't, I don't love it. I still don't love it. But when you realize and understand you're providing value for people. And when you start getting those comments and feedback and emails, I think that's what probably motivated you to keep going. 
Yeah, because I mean, I had definitely had times where I was like, why am I putting all of this time and all of this this energy and effort in and I'm not seeing I'm not seeing much reward for what I'm doing. And I think that's a typical journey for a lot of people who get into YouTube. You know, they upload 10 videos and they're like, great, everyone's going to be watching. You know, it's like when you open up for business, when you first start your music studio, like, OK, I'm going to put up my little Google account, my websites up. Everyone's going to come flooding in and you're like, nobody's calling me why not so <laughs> where are so they YouTube's, yeah youtube's a little like that too you do have to build authority with youtube they want to know hey and that's why i said if you release a video once a week it lets youtube know hey you're being consistent about this they're posting a video every week okay let's put a check mark there they're being consistent they're promoting out to other sources so it just takes time it's a snowball i always tell people it's like this little snowball and it gets started but once it takes off it goes like i said mo i have a little over a hundred thousand subscribers right now half of those have come in this year alone so it, once wow. that snowball starts going it really starts taking off but youtube is probably is probably going to beat you down for about a year to try and make you give up um so that's why you know in, in the course i i mean i teach people because the thing is when people think about youtube and making money they always think about youtube ads and like you said, you're still making money off of YouTube ads for a channel that that's not running so much. And I make lots of money off of off of YouTube ads alone. I make thousands of dollars on on just YouTube ads, but that's not the end all be all of making money. And, and that's what I do in the course is letting people know, like you can offer a product, even if you only have 100 yeah. subscribers, you can offer a product, even if it's a small course for forty seven dollars and start making money right from the get-go instead of waiting because for, for to get monetized on YouTube for ads, it's a thousand subscribers and 4,000 hours of watch time. It, it took me about, a, I think I got August, 2018. So it took me about a year and a half to get, just get monetized on YouTube ads. But in the meantime, I was selling courses because I'm like, okay, if I, for me, I was like, hey, if I can pay my rent, then it's worth it. Then you start getting the emails, Absolutely. you know, from, you start getting the emails from the veterans who are like, hey, you know, I have PTSD and you've been helping me. The learning the guitar has helped me with that, which was like a side effect I didn't I didn't see. Um, I knew music was helpful for PTSD, but I didn't think I was going to have people writing me wow. being like, hey, I was a Vietnam veteran. I have severe PTSD and your lessons are helping me me cope and heal. And it's like when you start getting emails like that, you have a bigger purpose behind what you're doing. So while I started YouTube, yes, to eventually make money, having the purpose behind why you're doing it to help these people um, can help push you through a little bit more when things are tough in the beginning. Tell us where teachers can find you. I know you have a couple of websites, so tell us what your YouTube channel is and then your sites, because I know it might be fun for teachers to kind of spy on your funnel. Yep. <laughs> how you Absolutely. where you send them and all of that so tell us what all your links are away. yes um so my my main website that i host all my guitar lesson stuff is is laurenbateman.com it's just my name laurenbateman.com my youtube channel is youtube.com backslash laurenbateman really simple there and then the um other website like i said if you go to level up on youtube that is the new youtube course 
that I am working on. Uh, it's in being edited right now, so it's on pre-sale. Uh, it's you can save money if you buy it early. We're gonna have everything probably uploaded. Um, it's looking like probably middle of July. So once once it's up fully uploaded, the price goes to the to the full price. So if you're interested, feel free. You can always shoot me an email info at laurenbateman.com if you have any questions. Feel free. I'm more than happy to answer them. Thank you, Lauren. And one more question. I forgot to mention this, but you don't have a degree in music. You, this is a passion that you've had, but yeah. tell us a little bit about how you use, you kind of use that in your messaging. Like it's a unique yeah. approach to teaching because you don't have a degree in music. Yeah, I guess it's one of the, when we're talking about like marketing, it's, it's an angle that I play and right. um, Sometimes I, I make other music teachers angry with some, with some of the angles, but it's true because it's the things that, you know, again, listen to the wording and the messaging that your audience is telling you why they're attracted to you um, is for people, you know, especially older adults, they felt like they were going to learn, you know, from all these teachers who went to Berkeley. I'm in Boston. There's a million Berkeley guitar teachers in the area. So why would people pick me over someone who went to Berkeley? They're, they're probably more qualified because they went to Berkeley. Well, my my thing was that I was going to teach people how to learn music without getting bogged down with music theory, because that was a big thing that a lot of my students who came from other guitar teachers in the area, they were like, all I want to do is strum my guitar and play a song. And this guy started me on, you know, fourths and fifths and augmented whatever. And they, they were just like it was like they were talking French to me. So so that's the messaging I put out. I put out that I'm, you know, I'm the beginning guitar teacher who's gonna speak to you in a language you can understand. Um, and that's what I do with a, a lot of my marketing is just, I tell people like, I'm gonna help you play songs. I can teach you the music theory stuff down the road. I know how to do it, but in the beginning, let's just have fun and, that, and that's my marketing. Cause I tell people, I'm just like you. I don't have a degree in music. I picked up guitar and taught myself mostly how to play guitar. I know the struggles of trying to learn on your own for years, and I don't want to see you go through that. So let me help you do what will help you get to playing songs that you know and love the fastest. So we'll throw the music theory out the door when we need it. We'll bring it in. But until then, we're just going to have fun on the guitar. It's, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Lauren. This yeah. was so fun. I'm going to send teachers your way. The links are in the show notes or below the video. And we'll be sure to send you lots of love. <laughs> awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Who is your business coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I created a virtual course and coaching membership called Teach Music Online that I want to invite you to join me in. With 60 plus videos, online teaching certification, monthly live group sessions, hundreds of hours of recordings, and online forums, you'll know exactly how to create a thriving online business that gives you the flexibility and freedom that I know you deserve. Plus, you'll have the support of hundreds of like-minded teachers along the way. So when you're ready to really take what you're learning on this podcast, the 10X level, then come check out the Teach Music Online membership at teachmusic.online forward slash membership. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have an amazing week and as always, happy teaching.